0: Howdy, Mountaineers! Welcome back to the Girls Who Get It Spooky Edition. Bow, 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 bow. Sorry, I did my own sound effects. But it is October 3rd, which means I'm wearing pink right now because it's Mean Girls Day.
1: I was so confused because it's we record these on a Tuesday. This will be out on a Wednesday. But I was like, why is Mean Girls Day on a Tuesday? And then I forgot. On October 3rd, he asked me what day it was. Is, and it's, it's October 3rd. 3rd. I it's completely also. Forgot.
0: It's also National Boyfriends Day, which I feel like is a feminist tragedy to have National Boyfriends Day on Mean Girls Day. How
1: horrific is that? I'm like I don't I don't think it's a feminist tragedy because I'm the greatest boyfriend that any of my friends will
0: ever have, and they know that. Oh my so, gosh! But anyway, October we're winning, guys. Stay up. October one, first of all, means 1989 Taylor's version, but two, it means Halloween, which means Halloween costumes now. I have seen some pretty phenomenal sports Halloween costumes over the years. And I'm trying to think what my favorite is. Sydney, do you have a favorite like sports Halloween costume that you've seen?
1: Not that I've seen, but you're supposed to go with something spooky. So I decided about 20 minutes ago, I'm going as Aaron Rodgers snapped Achilles. That's so scary. See? That's I, a horrible joke. I'm so sorry. Aaron Rodgers, I hope you're doing well,
0: dude. It's okay. It's okay. He said he said he'll be back. So Good. 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 So good. At, at at least there's that. But my, I think I think my favorite sports Halloween costume that I've seen <laughs> is someone really tall and someone really short will go as Aaron Judge and Jose Altuve. <laughs> And I'm I'm a little biased because I am a Yankees fan and I do adore Aaron Judge. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I don't like Jose Altuve. So any costume that kind of rags on him a bit, I'm partial to. But those are always so funny, I think. um, Oh, my gosh played tight end for this. Jimmy Graham. Mm -hmm. He did that costume with someone one year and I can't remember who it was. And it was hilarious. I do know
1: that I had been discussing Halloween costumes with my friend who's coming to visit me for Halloween and we're just friends, but I was like, we can't do a couples costume, so we can't be Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. So what if we're the Kelsey brothers and one of us just wears a 49ers shirt and one of us just wears a Chiefs shirt. The absolute
0: laziest costume ever But I feel like that's not a 49ers he plays for the (laughs) Chiefs I'm so sorry. I'm kicking you out now. See, I also saw something where uh, they think Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are going as Barbie and Ken for Halloween. I am aware that
1: Travis Kelsey plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm so sorry.
0: Thank you for the clarification. But <laughs> see, my, my Halloween costume is not sports related, but um, it is pretty good. So uh, stay stay tuned for that one. But our first story today, man, makes me proud to be an American, bro. Simone Biles, American gymnast, just became the first woman to land a Yurchenko double pike on the vault internationally. Simone Biles is an American gymnast, has won several Olympic medals, and most recently won a record eighth u.s gymnastics title which is wild and it makes it even more wild after i tell you this story so the yurchenko double pike was first done by natalia yurchenko who was a um, gymnast for the soviet union and since she first did this trick on the vault only men have done it internationally very few women have ever even attempted it and then simone biles this was her first international competition since she dropped out of the 2020 Tokyo Olympics to take care of her mental health because I she was going through a few things at that point in time and she said that she just was not on her game she felt that it was like so bad that it, she was honestly putting herself in danger if she continued to compete because she wasn't able to focus on these dangerous like flips and tricks that she was trying to do. So she pulled out and this was her first international competition since then. And in her first international competition back, she does this incredibly difficult. What what the trick is, is a round off onto the springboard and then back handspring onto the vault and then two backflips. So a round off is like a cartwheel, but instead of going all the way through, you kind of cut it off. So you do like a little cartwheel and then cut off, jump onto the springboard. You flip back and your hands go onto the vault and then you go off the vault and do two backflips. Like, and this was her first international cut. Co- She'd been in competition since then because it has been just over a month since she Got her record-setting American t- or like United States title. It's her first international competition. And she does this now. I do. I believe she was deducted points because her coach spotted her. And if a coach spots you on a trick, you lose points because I guess there's that risk factor sort of into it. But their priority was her safety, so I think she and her coach both decided that it was better to at least have someone there in case she kind of got lost in the flip. She was also. Prior to this, on a two year break from the sport. So she had not competed for two years until this year. Now, this vault is called the Biles 2 because surprise, surprise, Simone Biles already has four other tricks named after her. So she has two floor tricks named after her the Biles and the Biles 2. She has one on the beam named after her, also just called the Biles on the beam. And then uh, she already has one vault named after her. So this uh, Yurchenko double pike thing that she did, I'm not, I don't know that much about gymnastics. I just know this is insanely impressive. But uh, so this will be the second vault trick named after her and will be referred to as the Biles 2 on vault. But this is insane. Simone Biles, she's also only 26. Like five tricks named after her has pretty much cemented herself in not just gymnastics history, like sports history, American history, as one of the best gymnasts ever to exist. Congratulations to Simone Biles. I have loved, I love that I, I'm alive at a time where I get to watch her just do her thing because it's so impressive and she's killing it. Moving on. <sighs> Guys, I'm going through it right now because the MLB playoffs, the MLB playoffs are starting and the Yankees are not in it. Because, God forbid, we try to play 10 games without Aaron Judge in right field. We can't hold it together. And then and then we get new prospects. Things are looking up. And then they tear their UCL. Because we just can't have nice things in the Bronx, apparently. I say we as if I am in the Bronx and not in Morgantown, West Virginia right now. But check on your local Yankees fans. Check on your local Angels fans, too. They're all going through it. But the MLB postseason field is set. We have the Blue Jays, the Twins, the Rangers, the Rays, Astros, Orioles, Diamondbacks, Brewers, Marlins, Phillies, Dodgers, and Braves. So they will start their postseason play, and we'll see where that goes. I don't really know that I have a favorite to win the World Series right now. Um, I would as much—I I know their rivals— I know they're AL East rivals. I don't like them that much, but I would love to see the Orioles pull out a World Series. One because they have John Means, a former Mountaineer, but the Blue Jays also have former Mountaineer and Alec Manoa. But the Orioles are also kind of fun to watch. Like they've they've been a story this season, and i i kind of i kind of want to see them pull out a World Series. But in the words of uh several several people i really don't care as long as it's anyone but the astros not the astros um now coming out of the mlb there is another story that has recently come up i will put a content warning on here there is mention of uh domestic violence sexual assault a lot of unpleasant stuff So uh, back in 2021, now former Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer was accused of uh, sexual assault, domestic abuse by um, a woman that he had had relations with. And then just at the time of recording, it was yesterday. So it was Monday, October 2nd. He posted a video to his Twitter detailing um, several pieces of evidence that He was not previously allowed to discuss publicly evidence that he says he was not shown um, until somewhat recently, I guess. And it's evidence that points to his innocence. And yeah, so in the video, he says that the case against him for uh, sexual assault that this woman laid out, uh, he won the only legal proceeding involved. And then he sued her. She countersued. They just recently ended up settling both lawsuits, which is why he's now allowed to talk about it publicly because previously he was not allowed to. And so he's now using that opportunity to show this evidence that the public did not see that explains a bit more. And yeah, so that's been interesting. I've been following this case for a while. Um, It's it's a doozy. It has now gone on for about two years and now it's apparently settled. And I feel like this is just the beginning of another thing, but not getting into any of that. People are now taking... to say that, well, if this woman is lying, then maybe everyone else is too. And that is not the case because for this one case where, and this has gotten very big because Bauer was such a prominent figure in the MLB at the time that this came out. And also he's, He's been a controversial figure in the MLB for a very long time. Even just outside of this, he's done other things while playing and off the field that have caused controversy. So he's he's no stranger to it. But even though there is this one big story where the woman did kind of conspire against him to create a case and get his money, there are dozens and dozens and dozens of other smaller, sometimes not as prominent, sometimes cases that are just buried where the women are not lying. They're telling the truth and it has been proven that they're telling the truth. And sometimes those players even continue to play, which Bauer in this case is still playing in Japan. He uh, is a pitcher for a professional Japanese team because he was dropped by the Dodgers once his suspension was lifted when he was suspended for investigation of the case. But there are cases where women come forward, they are telling the truth, they're proven to be telling the truth And these guys continue to play and the case never sees the light of day again. So while this is a case where women are not painted in the most positive light, this is still something that will affect women in sports for possibly the foreseeable future because there will always, because a very popular case came out to be that she was not telling the truth, there will still be this kind of hanging thing of doubt over cases that come to light for possibly years after this. So, yeah, a little bit of an unpleasant story to uh, round out our news rundown today, but one that definitely needs to be said and needs to be discussed and the implications of which should be approached sensitively and with nuance. But we won't dig into that any further. We're going to bring it back to the lovely Mountain State and give you the Mountaineer Sports Rundown from this week. The women's soccer team had a tie and a loss this week, unfortunately. They tied zero to zero with Texas, who was ranked, by the way. Tying with a ranked team, I think is still a huge accomplishment. And then lost to Houston, two to one. Still a great effort by our ladies on the pitch. But on the court, the Mountaineer volleyball team still has the chance to redeem our good Mountaineer name against Houston as they travel to Texas to take on the Houston Cougars this week on Friday, October 6th and Saturday, October 7th. This past week, the volleyball team played Kansas State and Chicago State in the Coliseum. They lost to Kansas State, but won against Chicago three sets to two. So congratulations to our volleyball team. I am hoping this turns into a comeback story because I've been watching a few of their games and they're playing so well. They fight so hard. And I think I think their youth does get the better of them sometimes. But I have I have some faith for a comeback this season. So Congratulations to our ladies volleyball team on their win and best of luck against Houston. Now, checking in on our absolutely stellar men's soccer team. They're still winning. Still winning. So they were playing uh, UNC Greensboro last Tuesday uh, while we were recording. And I could not predict the outcome of the game. Unfortunately, they did end up winning that game two to one. And then they turned around and played Georgia state down in Atlanta, um, on Saturday, September 30th. And they also won that four to three. So let's go. I, I have never been that into soccer. I'm, I'm going to admit it. I've kind of just casually watched it for several years, but never, never super involved. You know, this is making me like soccer, like call me a bandwagoner for being interested once my team starts winning. But like, holy cow. These guys are going absolutely insane on the field, and I love it. Coming up, uh some more some more dubs to add to the record. They play Loyola Maryland on October 4th, Wednesday, uh at Dick Tlesk Soccer Stadium here in Morgantown. I'm not guaranteeing a win. I'm just saying if you want to watch a winning soccer team go to that game. And then They return to Dick Gillespie on Sunday, October 8th for a game against James Madison University. And one upcoming game that y'all should keep on your radar because I'm excited for this one. Wednesday, October 18th, Gold Rush, Dick Gillespie Stadium, 7 p.m. They're playing Marshall. Now, West Virginia has the two highest ranked soccer teams in the country right now. Marshall at number one, WVU at number two. I love the state of West Virginia. We're killing it in men's soccer right now. And I'm all for it. Hey, Sydney, do you hear that? What is that, Kaylee? It's definitely not my keys that I'm jingling against the microphone. It's my climbing gear that We're I g- just bought. Because do you know what do you know what happened this Saturday? I, I do know what happened this Saturday. What happened this Saturday? Tell me, Sydney. We we won an away game! Again against who? tcu and tcu is the horned frogs went to the playoffs last year oh yeah they're also actually good at football yeah we beat those guys we We won an away game we played a for real team and we for real won garrett green was back welcome back garrett we missed you uh but actually nico (laughs) nico kind of held it down while he was out but i'm proud of nico we're proud of you nico i'm so proud of nico I'm proud of all our guys. They're slaying. But yeah, Our th- Kens
1: are slaying.
0: WVU secured a three-point win, 24-21, to 21, against TCU this weekend. <sighs> I, I bought myself a new pair of boots. They're climbing boots. They're climbing boots. I've got gear. That's definitely not just my keys. I'm trusting the climb, guys. I, I said I wasn't dedicated to the cause. I've got a carabiner. <laughs> I've got a hydro flask. <laughs> I'm, uh, guys, I'm, I'm on board. I'm, I'm on board. I'm not climbing yet. I'm not I'm climbing on, yet. I'm on
1: board, gear. guys. I'm climbing. I refuse to start climbing. If Dana cl- cuts my rope, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna get up. I'm I was still about gonna to say, get up, and I'm gonna c- trust the climb. I'm trusting,
0: guys. I refuse to start climbing until we beat Dana Holgerson. I want us to serve Dana Holgerson his own butt on a silver platter. I you which, know what I, you know what I hope we do. Which we will be attempting to do against Houston on Thursday, October, twelfth. Twelfth, sorry. I my like Wi-Fi went out and I can't see the schedule right now. Thursday, October twelfth, we play Houston away, which means we there's there's no Mountaineer football this weekend.
1: There's no Mountaineer football. Yeah, there is. There's a bye weekend this weekend. There's no Mountaineer football. I don't this know what weekend. to do with
0: myself. What am I supposed to do? Go outside? Oh. Unless it's at Milan Pushkar, I don't want to. You got to save up your energy for Sunday, I guess. Oh, you're so right. I got to watch the... (gasps) That was something I forgot to mention. A Halloween costume I want to see. I want to see CJ Donaldson and either Garrett Green or Nico Markial do Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry because (laughs) I saw a tweet comparing them. Oh, I love it. And it fits so well. I want to see it so bad. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, fellas, if any of you are listening, I'm begging you from the bottom of my heart, please... Please, someone be Ryan Tannehill and let C.J. Donaldson be Derrick Henry. It'd be perfect. But anyway, that's all we have for you this week. I hope you guys have an absolutely lovely spooky day today and the rest of this week. You can listen to The Girls Who Get It at thedaonline.com slash podcasts or wherever you stream podcasts. But whatever you do, stay tuned because The Girls Who Get It get it. Woo!